Good morning, good evening, good day. Hello, 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 hi. <laughs> you can probably tell so much from the intro that I am cheesing so hard. That is because this is episode 9 of 3D Therapy. Thank you so much for clicking. If you just stumbled upon this episode, this is your first time. Hello, hello, hello. And if you're not new, you already know what time it is and what we are doing in this episode and what we always do. How has everyone been? How are you doing? What's going on? What's the deal? What's popping? You know, it's... um. Christmas. So you're probably listening to this before Christmas, after Christmas, on Christmas, or New Year's even, and how was your Christmas? Because I've been trying to think, and like, I've been thinking a lot recently, and I can't really tie a particular memory or a particular thing to Christmas, because Christmas isn't... Honestly, I say this a lot. This It's not really my favorite holiday, and I still don't know what my favorite holiday is. I do love the decoration because I drive around a lot and I see people's houses. I think it's really cute, but um, I don't really have a particular, you know, connection with Christmas yet anyway. Who knows what I have in the future, right? I was actually going to decorate my house this year, but I actually picked up some decorations and I saw that it was very expensive. I said, you know what? We will get a tree next year because that's a very good investment, you know. But yeah, how's everyone been? What's going on? You know, have you been from the last episode? What's popping? Um, I love the reception from the last episode. I really appreciate how much people kind of like don't judge, even though I don't really have the room for that because you can only reach me through like literally uh, like two things. But um. I got some feedback from my friends who said they could really resonate with the episode. And that just, like, makes me think of the other thousands of people who listened. And, um, you know, I really hope there was something or a couple of things you could pick up from that episode and, like, know that, you know, we're all going through the same shit. And, um, yeah, it's a good cycle. But, yeah, before we get into today's episode, I really have to say quickly that I saw Spider-Man No Way Home last week. And I have to tell you guys that, that with no spoilers, I promise, that is a perfect movie. Like, it's... It's stupidly amazing. I, I I cannot lie because, wow. And I think I've said this before, but I love when a movie or show or whatever gives all the characters time for the audience to kind of love them more or love them, period. Because, again, no spoilers, but, like, Ned was a character that we really just saw, you know, for, like, comedic effect. But this, you know, this particular movie with every other character we kind of were able to understand them more and kind of be like oh my goodness wow you know this is what's going on with you or this is what happened when this happened you know it's amazing it's wicked 10 out of 10 and you know it's funny because spider-man isn't my favorite character no hate but i just don't really like like he's just spider-man you know i don't really there's really nothing much i could really you know like die for about spider-man you know it's actually kind of weird but yeah i really really enjoyed the movie it's amazing the mcu they never fail you know it's i mean come on it's kevin feige it's yeah it's just amazing it's really good and there are two post-credit scenes so yeah just keep that in mind if or when you go to see the movie so yeah i've been thinking a lot like i said and um you know i've been thinking about what 2021 gave to me because what was this year giving do you guys know what do you guys think? Because I'm not going to do the whole new year new me thing i never do that because there's really a lot there's like a lot of shit i have to deal with and then to try and pretend like, oh, it's a new me, nothing happened. Yeah, no, that doesn't work out for me. It's If it worked for you, that's cute, that's fine. But um, yeah, I feel like I'm only going to go next year and learn a lot more things and then 
you know, build more on what I learned the previous year. So I really hope from this episode you can take something, learn something, understand something, relate, you know, because I feel like we've related a lot on past episodes and we can only do that even more. But yeah, so let's just, you know, go or pick something that you want to try next year because, I mean, why not? This year, one of the first things I learned was to say no. I'm a very, I'm a yes man. And if you can tell from the last episode or the last two episodes, I kind of have this pride or this track record of being someone's bitch. And 2021, I kind of decided, you know what? I'm not going to do this because I, I just had to. I was sick and tired of like nodding and always appraising someone else's validations about me but not giving myself any space or any room to kind of like do something feel something even though it's going to be wrong you know so i started saying no a lot even to men that you know (laughs) i probably had so much lust and admiration for but um yeah and it it helped me a lot because the thing is saying no might feel like you're losing out on something but you've done a lot more to gain and it only took me this year to understand that your reputation is something you can never lose no matter what because the moment you have a line, it's better to stop people from crossing it before they try to cross it than actually allowing them to cross it and then dealing with that because they're just going to be like, you can fuck with him anytime. And, you know, I learned to say no and it helped me a lot of times. And I, yeah, that's something I learned this year. Um, I learned to discipline my body and I learned how to be in sync with my body. And what I mean by that is, like I said previous time, I've suffered and I still suffer from body dysmorphia, I'm not going to pretend like it's all gone. And um, I kind of learned how to... Because let me tell you guys something. Talking to yourself is the most therapeutic... I couldn't even pronounce that word right. Is the most therapeutic thing you could ever do in investing. Because the moment I start to talk to my body, like, it's... Because it's really its own self, you know. We're just the vessel or the body the vessel. Oof, I thought I was going somewhere with that. But anyway... I learned to talk to my body more and kind of understand my body and listen to my body. And it helped me a lot because let me tell you, I, I've seen that once you allow your mind to feed and fiend off of your dysmorphia, it's of no value. Because I've been seeing recently a lot that, and I'm really excited and happy in our generation for finally picking up on this. But like confidence, confidence, what is wrong with pronunciation today? But confidence is 90% of what being sexy is. You could be a 10, but that doesn't mean you're someone else's 10. You being a 10 could be someone else's 6. But confidence is, it goes, you know, a longer way. And I just learned to be more disciplined with my body and kind of listen to my body more. And um, it helped me a lot. I learned how to be disciplined with money, okay? And I say that because, so I lost my car that was paid off um earlier this year and i remember because i couldn't afford to stay without a car for a week because i lost this car on i remember it was my dad's birthday and it was on a friday and i thought to myself okay well you have the weekend you figure it out so over the weekend i realized the money i would use to so i sold the car and and that's only after i realized that the money i would use to pay to fix it I could buy something else. It wasn't it wasn't gonna be a good investment, it wasn't gonna be worth it. So my dad and I literally scavenged in it and two days after we found something. And I was so happy because just the two days I didn't go to work, 
because something about me is I could say, oh, I don't want to go to work tomorrow. And then I sleep in. But once I wake up at like nine o'clock, I'm like feeling so useless and so like out of myself. It's it's actually a very weird thing. Um, but yeah, so I got this car and even though I had no issues or problems asking my dad for money or whatever to pay for it, I felt some kind of way because then I looked at the stuff I had bought earlier that month and I'm like, wow, now you realize you don't need this because you could have just had the money, even though I didn't need to pay for the car. I've now, I mean, this is December and that was in February. I found confidence in looking at my bank account and being like, okay, this is there. So if, I'm just going to say this in a Nigerian accent, but like, if anything should bust, you know, there's money that's going to help me do this or there's money that's going to Uber me there or there's money I can like contribute. You, you never know, you know, and I need to learn more because I still went to Waffle House this morning knowing fully damn well that I had cereal and like oatmeal that I could, I could have had for breakfast. But hey, a step at a time, right? But yeah, I learned how to be more disciplined with money and more um controlling and responsible with my finances. I'm still learn- learning more, so I'm going to build more on that in 2022. I got closer with my family this year, actually. So like I've said millions of times, I moved here like three years ago. And like the first two years when I moved, it wasn't the cutest thing because I was always fucking up. But this year, I kind of took it upon myself to kind of like gauge and understand okay everyone's upset with you so you're the problem try to fix that and obviously it started from like a lot of different places from what i did but i appreciate that now because let me tell you guys a funny thing just knowing that oh this shit happened i'm going to call this or that member of the family that's the best thing it's the most comforting thing i would not trade that for the world and i'm happy i was able to kind of to finally get back in ties with my family because trust me in time they think you don't need it that's when you need them the most and um it's been amazing so and it doesn't have to be blood related family you know it's the friends you pick just make sure you have someone or people to fall back on when things go to shit because if there's anything i learned from this year it's that you don't want to go through some things alone you just want to have people to listen and they might not relate but like there's people to kind of like be there and like you know help with help with shit i also learned to prioritize a lot more um i mean even with money and like with my routine and all that it kind of like you know it's a very so like one some things i have to kind of shuffle a lot every day is okay go to the gym or do school work you know or do school work or go say hey to dad because you're free today you know just think that or study now and eat later or eat now study later because you know you might be tired yeah you know just stuff like that i learned to prioritize more because i mean my grades in the spring wasn't weren't the cutest and i kind of had to take it upon myself to be like okay we need to fix this shit we need to understand what's going on and we need to like you know get it bagging so um yeah i learned to prioritize more and honestly it it helped and it's still helping and i'm you know gonna make sure i learn how to do that more because obviously i've fallen off the rails like a couple times and um speaking of falling off the rails i actually i gave myself a chance this year and i loved myself more so what i mean by a chance is i'm i fuck up a lot and even times i don't fuck up i'm like oh my god what do i do i'm actually in that predicament right now and um with two people and honestly i found myself giving myself <laughs> i found myself giving myself but i I caught myself giving myself the biggest shit for the little, like the you know the most minor inconveniences, and it wasn't helping me. It wasn't helping my psyche because, say I don't go to the gym, I'm causing myself all sorts of names, 
or say I didn't study for this test, even though, I mean, come on. I would, you know, be like, oh, you're never going to do this. You're never going to amount to this. It, and trust me, it's never always that deep. And, you know, I kind of have to train myself and be like, okay, yes, I fucked up. Tomorrow we keep it moving, you know, type of thing. I kind of had to, because this, again, goes with discipline with my body and, my, like, my mind and myself. Because, like, you can't keep giving yourself shit. You can't just, like, you can't give room for that. Because it never ends well for stuff like that. And I kind of had to learn, you know, to give myself a chance and be like, okay, this happened. If you don't want it to happen next time, what do you have to put in place? Or if it happens next time, what is in place to kind of, like, you know, get it over with and get the results changed or you know turned around swiftly and you know all of that i became more intentional with my actions and what i mean by that is i this also goes with saying you know no a lot because i kind of learned so you know funny i'm actually in a better relationship with my dad than i was earlier this year and our relationship can only keep getting better but i remember i would be so scared to have a conversation because the moment he says something, because, like, I'm a person who always goes into a conversation, like, a pre, you know, not like a, oh, hey, how are you doing type of conversation, but, like, a, you know, a conversation that's, like, supposed to happen maybe about, like, money or, like, you know, just anything in particular. But I would always go prepared. And then anytime he says something that's not in line for what I had prepared to say, it would fuck me over and push me off the wagon and I would just be lost. But I learned how to be more, you know... Yes, I said this, and this is why I said that, and this is why I will say this next, you know, stuff like that. And it made him realize, okay, he might not be right, but he knows the shit he's talking about. So, you know what? I'm going to give you the time to talk about your shit and round it up type thing. But when you're not intentional and keep allowing people to interrupt you, it makes you look like a pussy, and it doesn't make you look like you know what you're talking about or like you have your shit together. So, the moment you're more intentional with your yeses, your noes, your words, you know, your agreements disagree no matter what it is just say it and you know you might not be wrong you might not be right they might think you don't know what you're talking about but i trust i promise you not trust you what the fuck was that but at the back of whoever's mind they're gonna be like yeah he was about his shit and i kind of see where he was coming from you know it's it's always the little things but i learned how to do that and i'm so happy that you know just with my speech period whatever conversation i just like flow with it and make sure Yes, I know what I'm talking about. I could be wrong, but I'll learn from that. And there's no issue with that. You know, it's, it's you know, even just like saying how you feel. I don't like that you did this because this happened. And I don't fuck with that. Just, you know, stuff like that. It just makes you feel better. It makes you feel whole. It just makes you feel, you know, more aware, you know, because you don't want to be like in the dark with stuff that concerns you anyway. So, yeah, it was always, you know, it was something that had to be changed for me anyway and it was like one of the best decisions ever so yeah i am grateful for that i got into a routine this year guys funny because i'm i hate freeballing i hate freeballing and um it was weird because it took me two weeks to kind of get to the routine i wanted to be more comfortable in obviously i tried different routines but the one i was am comfortable in now it kind of took me a while and i say this because i was the kind of person during my gap year exactly especially i would like go to bed at like 5 a.m and be, i'll be having dinner at like 3 a.m it wasn't healthy for me anyway it might work for other people but it wasn't healthy for me and i kind of told myself okay you don't like because this is the thing i don't like to give myself room to be idle 
Because the moment you're idle, you kind of start thinking of stuff you probably shouldn't be thinking about or stuff that's, you know, not your issue or not your problem to worry about. Does that make sense? So uh, say, okay, I get back from work 4 p.m. From 5 to 6 or 7, I'm at the gym. I make sure I'm at the gym. And if I'm not at the gym, I want to make sure I'm studying or doing something because after the gym or after studying, you eat and then you're getting ready for the next day. I want to make sure that all the time spaces are filled unless it's like a moment where I want to have to myself and I'm watching a show or I'm just like, you know, recording this podcast because recording this is like my me time because it's like very therapeutic for me. Anyway, so, you know, stuff like that, just getting a routine is like just from like the morning, top of the morning. It's it's a very healthy thing to do, in my opinion. I also learned how to eat healthier this year. And let me say this now, disclaimer, I'm not a dietitian, okay? I'm not going to tell you to eat broccoli. No. So what I mean by eating healthier, what that looked like or looks like for me is days where I drink coffee in the morning and I forget to eat lunch and I only have like peanuts or like a banana. I know at night I have to eat a lot of fruits and like a stable meal because... So I this happened to me one day and I didn't really want it to happen, but it was fine as I was exhausted. I was just trying to like get through the exams and I only had coffee in the morning and then I had work and I came back and I had peanuts which isn't, like, close to enough to make you full. And then at night, I had, like, a box of ramen, and then I went back to study and went to bed. I woke up the next morning with the worst headache. My tongue was sour. It was just, like, a weird combination of feelings and taste and everything. And I kind of had to read upon it. And it kind of, like, what I learned from that was, like, moments you don't eat for, like, half the day, eat some fruit that's going to help your body be like, yeah, we got to, you know, keep this going. We got to... um you know, be, you know, just like functioning better because you deprive yourself of food. I mean, you guys know, I feel like we all understand the science and the work behind fuel for the body, food and all of that. I mean, we, we, you know, we kind of understand what goes on with that. But yeah, I kind of had to learn how to do that. And honestly, I would say it worked for me. It worked for me because there will be some times you will forget to eat. That's just like inevitable but you don't want to give your space your side yourself wow wow what is wrong with my speech today but yeah you don't want all that to happen but you know that, those are things i learned this year and um yeah i kind of wanted to say it out loud because i was doubting myself for a lot of things and i was doubting myself just thinking i mean because i didn't reach my savings goal for this year and that's okay we'll get we'll get it next year but i was just like talking shit about myself and i'm like no i need to kind of say it to solidify that, yes, you did this, that, the third, you did your shit, and, you know, you're going to do more next year. I mean, it's no issue, it's no problem, it's fine. And with that, I really hope that you guys were able to actually remember or just the most minor thing you think you probably did differently this year that helped you, that you loved, something you took out of this year, I really hope you were able to, or you picked up some things you might want to be able to do next year, you know, who knows. But, yeah, I kind of learned how to do those things more, even though it took me a lot of time to learn, and I am happy with that you know i'm happy with that i'm still look let me tell you invest in talking to yourself and your body more it's the best thing i don't know how to explain it you kind of have to do it because having a conversation with yourself is like very healthy because i can't explain it it's just yeah get into it just try it okay just try it and with that as well i actually have a list of shows that i you know recommend you guys to binge this year because 
I don't think there are a lot of concerts or tours, but Nigeria is lit though. Nigeria is lit. I saw the like lineup for like a a weekend or like a whole weekend. It's a lot of concerts with like different artists. It's it's amazing. So they're doing the damn thing. But if you know you don't go out and you want to watch shows, I have a solution for you. So I'm gonna give you shows of like completely different genres and you can just pick from that. So Handmaid's Tale. Also, if I've recommended some of these before, my bad. I'm I totally forgot. But anyway, Handmaid's Tale is a show that's on Hulu that I've been watching. And it's drama and, like, thriller in a way. That's how I want to say it. And it's amazing. I just started. I'm not done yet. But, wow. Fucking good. I'm not going to give, like, a synopsis. Synopsis. There we go. You know, but it's a really good show. It's drama. And if you like drama, check out The Handmaid's Tale. It's really amazing. It's, like, my name is and all that shit. Ozark. Now, I haven't seen Ozark, but my aunt recommended it and in my eyes she can never recommend anything wrong to me because she is the only reason i know about harry potter and i will forever be indebted to her so yeah she recommended ozark which is what i'll be watching after handmaid's tale if i'm fast enough to binge this because i think handmaid's tale is like eight seasons or something i'm not sure anyway yeah ozark she recommended and um I, yeah if you've actually seen ozark let me, ooh, well yeah let me know if you've seen ozark and you think it's really good let me know so i think it's like thriller and it has to do with like drugs if i'm not wrong but yeah ozark um the magicians i might have recommended this show before i might have so if i have i'm sorry but if i haven't the magicians is an amazing show and like i love when shows you know aside from even giving every character space to shine but i love when shows just like take the supernatural to a whole different level and they, they just don't dwell on the whole you know Werewolves, vampires, which is... No, this show is amazing. It's like six or seven... They're done with, like, the whole show. So you can, like, finish your whole thing. The ending was really good. It was, like, you know, a perfect ending with some minor flaws, but hey. The show was really good. And, um, yeah, The Magicians. Um, How to Get Away with... The Magicians is, like, supernatural, by the way. How to Get Away with Murder. Look. This was the first show I watched in quarantine, and I don't regret it. From I watched the show in Gossip Girl. But I don't regret watching How to Get Away with Murder because, oh my God, this was one of those, oh, one more episode shows, even though I had work, like, the next day. This show, 10 out of fucking 100. Oh, no, that's what I meant to say. 10 out of 10. Uh, I'm drinking wine, so you could probably tell, I don't know if you could tell, even just from the intro, but, um, yeah, I'm drinking Pinot Grigio. Didn't go to work today, so I thought, you know, why not have a glass of Pinot? So this is my second glass, and, um, yeah here so yeah how to get away with murder it's more of like a drama mystery field and shonda rhymes because she's a writer i think she wrote gray's anatomy as well this woman oof Mm-mm. let me tell you something how to get that sh- and that's like how i found out about viola davis i'm so excited it took me that long to discover that woman because oh my gosh amazing so yeah rick and morty this is an animation and like this is one of those shows where you watch if you want to have like lunch because i'm a very i don't like to eat unless i'm watching something and i'm like engaged or reading something so um yeah rick and morty emily in paris so i do see that season two is coming out wednesday and this this is a show you put in the background so you don't really have to pay much attention to this show there was not a there's not a whole lot going on but yeah, Emily in Paris. So it's like a very 
Mm, it, so you know those like soapy. So just imagine like Jane the Virgin, but washed down and in Paris type thing. It's very, you know, in the kitchen we're cooking. We're gonna just put Emily in Paris on. That's what this kind of that's what the show gives me anyway. And I mean it's a really good show. Um, Daredevil. Yeah. So if you've noticed on so like you know on social media wherever, Daredevil is like literally because I put on Netflix this morning and it's trending. So yeah. I mean, when you watch Spider-Man, you would understand why. That's not a spoiler. I promise you it's not a spoiler. But, um, yeah, Daredevil. Fucking amazing. Watch that show. It's a Marvel show. And I think, if I'm not wrong, don't quote me, but I think they just said it is canon to the MCU now. So with Daredevil, there's Jessica Jones, there's Luke Cage, there's the Defenders. I didn't watch Jessica Jones or Luke Cage, but they were in the Defenders, which is like a show with like all of them. And it's... Really good. So, yeah, Daredevil is a really good show. I recommend it. It's like Marvel with Netflix and it's, um, yeah, it's pretty cool. Dynasty. So, Dynasty and, like, Emily and Paris are, like, in the same boat. But Dynasty, like, should be a little bit more respected because you can watch Dynasty. But after a while, it kind of just, like, gets lost in the background. And it's just playing. You know, it's very soapy as well. It's, you know, it's that kind of show. But, yeah, Dynasty is a really good show. I think they're back from their break for Thanksgiving. It's CW. And I was just telling my friends, aside from how I want to... I want to see what the inside of a CW's writing room looks like. But who keeps funding these shows? Because shows that we... <laughs> no, come on now. We know what we're talking about. Shows that might, should not be getting a you know reboot, they're cutting out. And then the show... But no, that should not be getting a reboot. They're rebooting. And the shows that don't deserve to get cut out because we need like the final season, they cut them out. It's, it's weird. It's weird. But CW is a... It's a very confusing network for me. You. I don't know if I've ever recommended you on Netflix. Now, this is... Huh, you is a show. You have to pay attention to this. It's not a soapy show. You. Yeah. 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 10 out of 10. You is a show. I'm just going to say the new season came out this... Well, the newest season. So it's like three seasons now. Four. It's fucking amazing. Like, I don't know how to explain it, but yeah. Check out You. Um, Good Girls. Now, excuse me. I heard they got canceled. I don't know if they are, but if they're not... Well, even though they, I think they... So I do know I have, like, a couple episodes or, like, a whole season left. But Good Girls is so good. It's, like, one of those shows, like, I remember seeing it and, like, I ignored it. And then two years later, I tried again. I'm like, oh, you know, really good. It's... It's not a regular show, so it's not like a regular soapy. Because I'm some people are gonna see the cover, and they're gonna think, "Oh, good girls." No, I promise you, it's a really good show. It has like a lot of turns, and it's yeah, it's totally worth it. Jane the Virgin. Oh, <sighs> this is a show. Even though the actress who um plays Jane, I don't know her name. She's done a lot of shit. Oh, Gina Rod. Is it Gina Rodriguez? No, no, I don't think that's her name. I'm not sure, but yeah. She's done a lot of things. She said a lot of things. But that show was good. Jane the Virgin was good. I mean, it had its ups and downs. Because I do know I stopped for a while. And then when I continued, I'm like, oh, okay. So that happened. It's a, it's a really good show. So yeah. Jane the Virgin. Pose. This is... um, It's done, actually. Yeah, I know Pose is done. I actually have like three more episodes left. And um, yeah. Pose is done. It's more like LGBTQ. And I'm not going to lie. This was my introduction to the ballroom. Like, the ballroom scene, anyway. Because I don't think I'm a part of it yet. I don't. I still don't know much about it. But I remember hearing about the ballroom scene in New York and not really knowing much about it. And I watched Pose, and I think 
I understand and get a better glimpse of what it means now. I, don't, I still don't think I know enough. So yeah, pearls for the LGBTQ girlies and baddies out there. If you want to know more about the ballroom scene, that could be a great start. I'd, unless you have better recommendations, let me know. Shadow and Bone. Shadow and Bone. Shadow and Bone. Supernatural. Kind of confusing for me at first. And this was one of those shows where the original fans from the books said the books were better. And I always believe the books. I mean, look at Harry Potter. Harry Potter 6, Half Blood Prince, is the most questionable production in history. I stand by that by that decision every fucking living day. But yeah, Shadow and Bone is good. I heard it's better in the books, but it's a really good show. You should watch it. It's um, more, it's, yeah, it's not scary, but it's like very supernatural. And again, supernatural is you've not seen before. So it's not the regular smegular shit. It's really new and, um, you know, it's really worth it. Sabrina the Teenage Witch. So I think it's called the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Amazing. I don't need to tell you twice. Watch Sabrina. It's so good. I yes, ten out of ten. Watch Sabrina. Amazing show. Perfect. It's just it ended as well. And I really, really I really think they needed one more season to wrap up all the characters. And they could come back. I know there was a petition on like Twitter like two a year ago. The first time they announced it being cancelled, but Sabrina is really good, so you guys should check that out as well. It's supernatural. F is for family. So this will be in the same boat as Rick and Morty. You just, like, watch it to eat. It's like an animation of, like, a very mad dad who's, like, it's a white family and, like, they just, like, go through, like, regular suburban shit. So it's a really good show for, like, you know, eating a snack or something. But, like, you don't need to pay so much attention. Just keep it in the background, you know? Uh, Stranger Things. They've been filming, like, the next season for, like, three years, like, I swear. But Stranger Things is supernatural as well and a bit more sci-fi. And it's, like, timed in the 70s, I believe. But it's really good. I've been very skeptical about, like, period pieces a lot lately because I just feel like they don't get some significant things. But I don't know much about the 70s, so I can't comment on that. But Stranger Things is a really, really good show. It's I remember the first season scared the shit out of me. So, um yeah, you might want to check that out if you want. But it's it's really good. Winks, the the what's it called? The something saga. Is it the light saga? I don't know what I don't know. I don't know what it's called. But Winks, oh my god. So I mean we all watched Winks the cartoon as kids, right? But this show kind of like because I don't remember shit about the cartoons anyway. But this show was really good. And I feel like if I didn't know the cartoons, I would have loved it and not expected more. But Winks the something saga. Amazing, amazing, amazing. The order the order supernatural as well so this has a lot more werewolves and like witches than vampires and it's it's pretty cool because i do think some shows don't really establish enough the um clan or the wolf you know clan or whatever but this show kind of did and it's yeah worth the hype last two shows elite and money heist i recommended money heist last week so i don't need to say much more watch money heist and watch it with the European audio and just read the subtitles. I make, I promise you, it makes the emotions a lot more realistic and like much more worth it. Elite. Watch Elite. I think they have one more season left. This is where it's not, you know, English speaking. So just keep it with the original audio. I promise you, read the subtitles. You'll be fine. you catch on. But these shows are all amazing. I think that's 20 shows. Wow. That is 20 shows. Oof. Yeah. So you can see, like, from the shows I watch, there's a lot of diversity. We have mystery, we have drama, we have thriller, we have horror, supernatural, a lot. I watch a lot of shows, and that's, like, top of my head, those are the shows I've watched this year. 
or like have been watching for the past couple of years. So yeah, watch those shows, binge them for the rest of the year. Let me know how that goes. And um, you know, yeah, I really hope this episode, in one way or the other, has been able to show some shed some light to something that we might want to change within ourselves, just to make us better people. Because trust me, I'm not doing New Year New Me next year. I've never believed in that. If that works for you, that's cute, that's fine. But I just think New Year we keep shit rolling and um, you know, just get better each year. You know, till we're good enough for ourselves. You know, and um, if there's anything you took from this episode, please. Spend more time with yourselves. It's the best investment. And with that, I say Merry Christmas. Happy Boxing Day. And thank you so much for listening to this episode. Bye.